That was the track Village of the Doomed by Chris Vrenner from American McGee's Alice, the first of the Alice games. When are we going to get that third Alice game exactly? Who knows? Now, welcome everybody to another episode of Radio Relux. I am, of course, Kevin from Last Minute Continue. And you're probably wondering, what, what's up with this then? It's like the end of November, Kevin. What are you doing? We've, we've Halloween was a, literally a month ago. Well, yes, it, it was indeed a month ago. And we're on the cusp, right on the cusp of going into December. That wintry time of year. Oh, wait, it's kind of snowing already. Um, um, that cold time of the... Oh, it's, re- it's really cold already as well. Um... Well, look, 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 I know, I know Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat, Santa has put on his Coca-Cola-sponsored uniform and is driving around in the truck. Holidays are coming, ladies and gentlemen, especially here on Radio Sega, if you are listening to this as it premieres. However, after our little Halloween show, I did have an awful lot of music left, and I had prepped a second... Halloween playlist and I thought well we're running out of shows for Radio Redux Uh, we're running out of time in 2021 as well soon it shall be on its way into the past as we all get older and more decrepit and decay um, it's been I I just want to do a show guys it's been it's been a rough week it's been a rough week, okay. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you might, I might want to tell it from the from my sort of slightly more bassy voice, which is uh, always a good sign if you've been following Radio Redux down the years. Um, I have a like a 
horrible head cold, which is which is it's it's the sort of head cold that very very kindly um, also screws with your eye. Uh, so like it constantly like feels like I've got like grit in it, and it's like ah, it's like why is there a pebble the size of Mars in my tear duct, please? And of course you know it's like it's like a microscopic piece of of nonsense which is causing you irritation, but to you it feels like oh my god, uh, I have been stabbed in I have been stabbed in the eye socket with the rock of Gibraltar. Oh my god. It's yeah. It it's 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 not a nice time at the minute. Um, also, I'm I'm fresh out of hospital where I have the the on the ongoing saga. It, honestly, the guy. So so it it's me. It's Skyblaze and it's Green Viper. All of us have had a really bloody miserable year when it comes to health. We've got our own little club, which we we meet in the treehouse, which is you know. A padded and is you know clean <laughs> it's a clean room <laughs> basically <laughs> just all of us um i'm still i'm still recovering from the horrible stomach um infection and thing that screwed with my uh, guts and everywhere else uh, in between from entry to exit um that i had uh in may june so i've been dealing with like six months now <laughs> Yes, I had to. I finally, finally got the chance to have a colonoscopy. That means you have a camera shoved up your ass. Now, you have never found somebody so absolutely delighted to have a colonoscopy. I, I just want. It, it's been a long, very painful journey the last six months. Um, where, you know, you just find out, hey, I don't digest food properly anymore. That's a thing. Um, hey, everything's pain. Hey, there's lots of blood um, <laughs> coming out of me that shouldn't be coming out of me. Um, what is this? Yes, so a colonoscopy. The wonders of having a highly tensile blaze. <laughs> it's, what if, okay, you had a camera that was in a garden hose that was like pretensile that can move everywhere and you can you can, you can be augmented via via a sort of vr without vr <laughs> arrangement that was that could be inserted and then you know navigated through the various passages of your insides yes absolutely and what if you had gas in there and the gas in there didn't really work that well um yeah it, it was loads of fun. Although I will say, and I did say this on Twitter, um, the one thing you don't want when you're having a colonoscopy is you know music on the radio, and and as it rushes into you, which is as much of an you know unpleasant experience as you, as you think. You know um, what you really don't need to hear is Slade going. Oh, No, okay, just just no. That is the one thing I don't need to hear, okay? Just just absolutely not. Everybody's having fun. No, they bloody well weren't. Thank you ever so much. Anyway, we've got this Halloween show. There's stuff to discuss later on. I don't really want to discuss it, but I'm just trying to wrap my head around how bad it is. So 
Yeah, can we have something else, please? Halloween wise music? You listen to Radio Redux. And. Oh god, what a week.
on iTunes, Spotify, and Radio Sega. You're listening to Radio Redux. That was Dark Rooms from Luigi's Mansion. And before that, we had an OC remix called 80s Ate My Zombies. Yes, it was a remix of Zombies Ate My Neighbours. And that was by Mike Norvac and Fonito. wonder if he lives in Fonito Gully. Anyway. Yes, Christmas is on the way. Oh, God. Oh, God. Is it really? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, it, it's time to start thinking about all the things that you didn't want to think about. And um, it's I think it's one of the things that's come along thanks to COVID. But everyone is that much keener, I think, to get the decorations up now. Because it, it, feels, it feels like cause Christmas last year didn't... It, it, I mean, it happened, but it sort of didn't. Um, so this is the year that that we shall have Christmas. This is this is it, and what it's going to be is, is you know a, a period. We just want to take as much of the festive feeling in as possible, and try to ignore the fact that you know uh, there's the Omicron variant. Yes, Pokemon Omicron is coming for your soul. Nintendo warned you. Nintendo warned you all to stop supporting the these fan games. <laughs> but did you listen? No, and now look what's happened. Yeah, the uh, the the decorations aren't up in LMC HQ yet. Or saying that, I did put up some um, Christmas lights last night just uh, across the landing. Uh, but they they were previously sort of uh, embedded in a like a a wooden cover that was over the front of the like a radiator in the in the living room. So it was something that could sort of be put on mood lighting, I believe. <laughs> Double cross as referred to it as last time. But now they're sort of just like twinkling away over on the landing, getting the uh, getting the feeling. And of course, we had, we had snow the other day, as I mentioned. That was nice. Oh, it was bloody cold. Woke up. Got woke. I got woken up by a <laughs> by a scam call from somebody from supposedly Amazon, where I had where they wanted to know about the details of the iPhone Seven that I was returning, and whether or not I you know, or, or I had bought, and whether or not I wanted to continue with the cancellation because hey, you know, could you give us the bank details? Um, an iPhone Seven. Yeah, I'm not sure when I supposedly bought this iPhone 7, but my guess is it wasn't recently if I had bought it at all. <laughs> oh dear, and I hadn't, and I hadn't go. But I opened the window, and then, oh my god, um, it's a blizzard, and there's car... Because I'm, I'm expecting more snow in the future, because I kind of live now at the top of a hill, which means that A, it's very cold <laughs> all the time... <laughs> Uh, and B, it was more likely to get this uh, the uh, colder weather, so that's going to be fun. Of course, if you live at the top of the hill, you've got to go down the hill at some point. So, not particularly looking forward to ice and snow. We know have to get a bus in the morning. Loads of fun, loads of fun. And then, of course, there's the problem with presents. Yes. Oh God, I you know what? I actually went. On 
the Sega shop the other day, and I bought something. And I bought two things. I bought something for for me, technically, and I bought something for Double Cross for Christmas. Although she doesn't know that yet. But she's got very keen ears when I start mentioning her, so I've got to be very careful about what my mentioning this to you, so shh, don't tell her anything. But I got something from the Sega shop, and I'll be honest, it's a dangerous precedent. It's a very dangerous precedent that I've just set. Also, Sega now have my address, which I feel... Which, which, is, which historically has not been a good thing. Um, so, uh... <laughs> see the... See the Sonic Boomers episode from uh, Cage Dome's podcast for, <laughs> for details on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, it's... Uh, they're doing some good stuff. I do wish they'd dig the um, de- designs out that they did uh, at the end of 2011 that never saw the light of day when they were first talking about a shop and utilised those. They must be in the archive somewhere... But those were super cool. I mean, those were, those were properly, oh my freaking God, just give me all of them. Um, and those related to, like, just system design stuff, lots of things incorporating the logos, really clever stuff. So, who knows? Who knows? One day, one day, one fine day, you may you may get to enjoy those. But, uh, hey, the Sega shop is a... It's a step up on that shop that there used to be. You know, that, that weird... They've got a license to sell stuff from Sega, and it's like a million dollars for for a, a small book or a pack of stickers. And uh, they and they were so cheery at Summer of Sonic when they came along, and weren't acting stupendously arrogant, like <laughs> like we weren't worth their time. Yes, we invited you along so you could buy a lot. You can you could earn lots of money. Ha! You and your pathetic fan boys and girls with this hedgehog. Yes, it's the it's the thing you have a license for. They're your prime market. You're welcome. <sighs> but yes, lots of treats here on Radio Sega to look forward to, of course, uh, as we enter December, and lots of treats coming on the Last Minute Continue website. That is, if I can get things working. There's uh, there's a few things I want to do, but uh, the ongoing health, the ongoing health things have rather done a dumper on some stuff. Oh goodness me! Next up, we have a trio of tracks for you, and the first uh, is met from Metal Gear Solid. Mantis's hymn. That's pretty. That's pretty creepy. Uh, afterwards, we have. A Paul Romero track, Necropolis theme from Heroes of Might and Magic Free. And when now? When was the last time you thought about that game? And then we have Severed Limbs or Hazardous Waste, which is a track from Dead Space, a video game that, of course, featured in this year's selection of Turbo Ween Let's Plays, which you can check out on the Last Minute Continue YouTube channel, along with. Uh, classic Doom and Doom 64 and uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night was one of them. There was a couple of others as well and um, some 
Left for Dead modded as well, I think was in there as well. So there's lots of stuff. Loads of stuff going up on the LMC YouTube. You should really ch- really check it out. There's something pretty much like five out of seven days at the minute. And I'm already scheduling stuff in for February and beyond next year. So <laughs> I'm doing good. Anyway. Metal Gear Solid, Heroes of Might and Magic 3, and then Dead Space. Those are your three tracks coming up next. And then afterwards, I guess we'll talk about the big story that's going on. Woo.
for 15 years, bringing you the best in video game music. This is Radio Redux. Welcome back to Radio Redux. Ah, now we get on to what I can only describe as the worst part of the show. Um, yeah. So, uh, the continuing saga of how being in the games industry is this horrible thing. Uh... Uh, my thanks in advance to PC Gamer for laying this all out, because, yeah, the whole Activision Blizzard thing. Uh, I, I have, I've, I've tried my best to catch myself up on everything that's been going on, and looks like PC Gamer have got a fantastic, proper, full timeline of, like, everything. Um, and it makes some, makes some awkward reading, to say the least. In fact, it's downright horrendous. Randomly, random, you know, just sort of thing to note. Um, you know, a video game company is doing badly, uh, and they're suddenly in, a, in the mire massively because I start getting emails from their representatives saying, "Would I like to apply for jobs there?" Um, <laughs> I don't know why this is. It's like we're, we're that desperate. We want that guy. Um, but yeah, no thanks, not a chance. Um, yeah, so if you have, have been living under a rock the last few weeks, uh, you may not be aware of the ongoing well self-destruction of Activision Blizzard uh, due to what was in fact something that started... Uh, well, it was... It was Made people were made aware of it back in July, because there was a actual lawsuit filed against Activision Blizzard, um, alleging discrimination and sexual harassment. You know those charming things uh, against women in the workplace, um, mentioning cube crawls in which drunk male employees subjected women to unwanted advances, a lack of women in leadership positions, unequal pay for women, a lack of action from HR around those complaints. It is literally. Literally, the government saying, you suck, we're going to sue you to make sure you do it right. And the lawsuit also uh, specifically called out a member of the World of Warcraft creative team, its uh, senior creative director, Alex Afrasiebi, um, who, what it says here, was permitted to engage in blatant sexual harassment with little to no repercussions. That's a direct quote, apparently, from the lawsuit. Uh, this happened in July t- on July 20th, and it was my people were made aware of it on the 21st. Activision Blizzard uh, made an initial statement which said uh, the lawsuit distorted, and in many cases, uh, and in many cases, false descriptions of Blizzard's past were made, and that uh, the Department of Fair Employment and Housing was required by law to adequately investigate and to have good faith discussions with us to better understand and to resolve any claims or concerns before going to litigation, but they failed to do so. Instead, they rushed to file an inaccurate complaint, and we will demonstrate in court. Yes, so it didn't initially take it too well. Uh, Blizzard's president who is uh, J. Allen Brack, uh, proceeds to email staff the next day to say that the details uh, of the suit and the behaviour listed therein was completely unacceptable. Uh, Activision's president, Rob Kostich, then emailed everybody to say that the allegations were deeply disturbing and that we as a company take every allegation seriously. Yeah. So, um, the next day... (laughs) 
The chief compliance officer, a Fran Townsend, sent a very uh, sent a very different message to staff, um, uh, saying that the uh, lawsuit was a distor- was distorted and untrue, uh, and that Activision Blizzard truly values equality and fairness. Uh-huh. Uh, Blizzard's co-founder and former president uh, Mike Morhaime pub. Uh, published a think a thought piece uh, and said that I wanted to acknowledge the women who had awful experiences. I hear you, I believe you, and I'm sorry to have let you down. Uh, at the same time, a video, and I remember this happening. I remember this happening and thinking at the time, that's freaking horrendous. Um, a video from BlizzCon 2010 went viral again, you know, 11 years later, which was from a World of Warcraft panel Q&A, and a woman asked, you know, why are all the female characters basically designed that they uh, look like something out of Victoria's Secret? Uh, And the all-male panel shot her down, uh, made jokes, and guess who was on that? Um, It was, yeah, the president, Alan Brack, and... um, the aforementioned Alex Afrezabi, who's in the lawsuit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, all she asked was, like, is there, is there scope for maybe desexualizing like, everything that's, that's you know, as a woman in this game? And they just basically laughed at her. Him. Uh, also, uh, at the same time, the uh, former Blizzard senior vice president, Chris Met. Chris Metzen tweets the response to the lawsuit beginning with we failed and I'm sorry uh, Activision then held held a meeting with everybody with like everybody uh, saying that there's zero tolerance for the behaviour um, and it, it didn't go over massively well Let into a statement that the, the employers stand with our friends, teammates and colleagues as well as all the members of our dedicated community who have experienced mistreatment or harassment of any kind. So that's, you know, that's reasonable. Especially the last, more specifically the last, last bit. Um, there's a number of references relating to Aphrodite in World of Warcraft, including NPCs and everything else. And um, well, the Warcraft team said they're going to remove these. They're going to be removed. Also, also, the employees plan a war, a walkout. An open letter passes three thousand signatories, um, and Activision Blizzard has about three times that. So a third of the people said that they're not. They're going to work out plans for the work stoppage. Comes with four demands, which was an end mandatory arbitration in employee contracts, more diverse recruiting and hiring practices, publication of comp. Compensation data, promotion rates, and salary ranges. The company-wide diversity, equality, and inclusion task force empowered to hire a third-party company to audit Activision Blizzard. Uh, then comes Bobby Kotick into the story, who called the company's initial response tone deaf. Hey, remember that one? It was, you know, just like this is terrible, and this is terrible, and we're lies, and we'll see you in court. Um, instead, you know, is it basically this is a caring company that you know? You know, and stays that you know we'll, we'll, they'll, they'll make investigations, etc. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the employees and held their their walkout. Uh, Kotaku published a report on Blizzard's Cosby Suite, uh, a recurring convention party room that Afrazi and other employees text about. 
uh, bringing, quote, hot chicks to. Um, and he's literally, he's literally just this, this fancy room. And they had a picture of Bill Cosby, and which was in it. And, and yes, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, Alex Frazby was apparently terminated last year, says Activision Business, for misconduct in his treatment of other employees. Mm, yes, but they'd, were, they'd been investigating this beforehand around then, so that they basically fired him before anything can happen. Um, various stories start coming out of the woodwork. Um, a, another woman who joined Activision in 2011 uh, as a voice president said that an executive pressured her to have sex with him because she deserved to have some fun after her boyfriend had died weeks earlier what the fuck <laughs> what um, what also Activision IT Blizzard IT worker uh, installed a spy camera in the user's bathroom. Was pleaded guilty in 2018, apparently. This came out. Uh, the aforementioned Fran Townsend decided, tweeted an article about the problems of whistleblowing and then started blocking blocking employees on Twitter. Uh, T-Mobile branding is removed from the Overwatch League and Call of Duty websites because they didn't want anything to do with them anymore on, on August 2nd. There's been, there was a Bloomberg report about the frat boy work culture. We had... Uh, on August 3rd, the Blizzard president, J. Allen Brack, left the position as head of the studio. Um, uh, head of H- uh, is, uh, HR was no longer with the company. People started to go. People started calling for uh, Kotick's head. Uh, Kotick's head, sorry. Um, during the during the Blizzard quarterly earnings call, the CEO, st- him, said there's no room for harassment at the company, saying people will be held accountable for their actions. After the call, Blizzard employees point out that social me- on social media that the Activision, Activision Blizzard had yet to acknowledge any of the demands put forth. Um, you know, it was a week or so earlier. And it just continues, basically, um, in, in this fashion, more and more. Uh, the Diablo 4's game director left. The lead level designer... Uh, Jesse McCree left. World of Warcraft designer Jonathan LeCraft left. Who are all in relation to that. Uh, Blizzard decided to rename the character of McCree from Overwatch. Um, about and again, it's again more more re- references to people are getting removed and removed and removed. Uh, September seventeenth, the the, C, the chief legal officer left uh, after three years. Um, uh, Activision Blizzard employees on September the fourteenth brought in. An organization called the Communication Workers of America. And they filed an unfair labor practice suit with the National Labor Relations Board. Blizzard told him, uh, Blizzard told employees they cannot talk about wages, hours, and working conditions or related investigations, and also threatened or disciplined employees on account of protective uh, concerted activity. Um, you are allowed to talk about wages and hours and working conditions. It's actually protected in America. So, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, Activision Prison started talking about you know, all sorts of things. Uh, Kotick announced in October that he was taking a personal personal pay cut of in, a, in total of compensation of sixty two and a half thousand dollars for the year. Uh, 
eventually they then started talking about you know some of these things that was going on and uh, co-head Jen uh, Jen o- O'Neill oh, oh sorry I think it's, I think it's O'Neill but it's it's this missing stuff um, missing an apostrophe I think uh, stepped down after three months after taking the job uh, it was later revealed that O'Neill was paid less than her male her male co-lead um, and told the legal department that she had been sexually harassed at the company, saying that she had been tokenized, marginalized, and discriminated against. Uh, the Wall Street Journal on November sixteenth published details including harassment, discrimination, intimidation, activation. The report includes information about uh, Kotick's personally intervening in a sexual harassment investigation in the company. It also gives an instance from two thousand six, which Kotick made a death threat to his assistant. Uh, Activision Blizzard, unsurprisingly, all the employees staged another walkout following the report and um, started a petition for Kotick to be removed. He is refusing, at least at the time of recording, he's refusing. Um, Xbox, Microsoft are unhappy with him and have said so. Nintendo are unhappy with him. Sony and Sony PlayStation are unhappy with him. Their employees are unhappy with him. As mentioned earlier with T-Mobile, all spot the sponsors and other people are unhappy with him and are, are reassessing. And it's all a horrible, horrible, horrible mess. And this is why everything's being split up and everything's going to get restarted. I mean, we, there was all sorts of other things in there. The thing with McCree, you had um, how the, the streamers weren't saying the character's name... Um, because they didn't want to say it, so they just kept started referring to him as the cowboy. Um, a lot of games sites stopped reporting just general news about Activision Blizzard, apart from obviously what was going on with the lawsuit, as a way of getting a bit of their, their message across. It's it. It just seems that this is again at one point in time, Activision Blizzard were, I mean, it's the biggest thing in, in video games. I'm not quite sure if they are anymore, to be honest. But they certainly won't be after this. And again, it's like, it, as always, with these video game companies, the bigger they get, the more toxic the environment, it seems. And something's, something's going to be done, because, hey, the government got it. <laughs> You know, the US government got involved, or you know, one element of it, and you know, it just like I don't know. The, the oh, that was the thing. Um, Kotick got backed by the board, or backed by you know the various uh, entities and individuals within the company. Guess what? Uh, guess who is going to be in charge of this like oversight committee? The same people that you know backed Kotick. How delightful. There, there are days when I just don't have the energy for this. I just don't. I, there are days when I'm, I read that and I'm so glad to be out of the industry. <sighs> Music, please.
That was Metal Slug Free, Midnight Wandering, and then after that we had Little Nightmares with Six's Theme Part 2. Check out Little Nightmares if you can. Can we just end some good news? Games Master's back on Channel 4. Yes, fantastic. Not only that, one of our mates is on there. Dean Shanganu. You know, Shanghai, a.k.a. Simon Lee, from those who are old enough. Member of the extended SOS family. First contestant on the new series. Check it out. Channel 4. It's up on places. I think it's up on YouTube as well. But um, yeah, definitely check it out. Also, Trevor McDonald's new Games Master. That's amazing. Let's round things off with a... Well, I started the first part of the Halloween show with a Bendy in the Ink Machine related uh, fan song. So I thought it would be pretty good if I ended it in the same way. This is Build Our Machine by DA Games. Related to Bendy and the Ink Machine, or inspired by. I will be back um, very soon. Sort of holding things back a little, because soon Sega Mix Drive is on break. And that means we get unrestricted again. Uh, I'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. And don't be an Activision. To come back home to play But to your dismay This isn't your day For the happy fun time Has begun to fade What as we reanimate Our corpses you abandoned Or dismantled Or mishandled But we won't be skipped and swayed Trapped within these walls You let our souls to drip away The ink decayed The walls are bay But a reckoning has come today You say Morris has no guns Cause you replace it With mechanical strain We've been tortured But we move forward This disorder kills your day To initiate the pain Our venom stains Our knife remains But the ending's always just the same No gain Nod your head to the beat of death As you draw your last eternal breath Sensations of an invasion That course right through your veins You say we have no brains We're just cartoons for your betrayal To tell some tale When a boat will sail But sure, this inevitably unveils the fail Splashes of eternal hate Will flood the floor and clean your slate Now we're the tools And you're the fool Our nightmare dominates
we've come to the end now. Alive but dead inside, the heart beats loud. You've joined our crowd, we are but punished serpentines. Your life with him was fun, but now the terror's only just begun. Now come with me, and you will see. Were you born cyanide? Machine, you die tonight. Night. Night. Night.